He is a student of Howard University. He is a DJ and he is in the building. DJ Dream, clap it up. He is here. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? Yes, sir, what's going man. On, bro? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here, man. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. So we here, man. I've known you for you know some years. You know, some years now, yeah. From those Princeton days. Shout out to Princeton High School, yeah, Princeton Middle School. But uh, now you a DJ. So you know what inspired you to, to become a DJ and even get into that? I mean, I, I tell people all the time, it was just something that was different. You know, nobody was nobody here in Cincinnati was was DJing. Nobody was. Everybody was in the sports, you know. I was in the sports, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and nobody was in my lane. And and I, I went into DJing, and I and I was able to have a little bit more opportunity through DJing to stand out and be different, um, and create and create a good brand um, that way and mm-hmm. because it was different. Nobody else was doing that, you know. Right. And that's that's more so how it all got started, just being different and and, and figuring out something long term. Because I, you know, I was good at basketball, but I, I didn't see. I see long term. I didn't see anything. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah so that was good, man. You didn't think he's going to be first round, man? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was good, but I wasn't first round. <laughs> yeah, 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 nah. yeah. But you, you talk about having like a person, like um, trying to get up. You saw yourself being able to have a brand yeah. in it. So what do you think? goes into like a personal brand as you know me and jay trying to start a clothing line and stuff like that uh for anybody what do you think is one of the like most important things of starting a brand um when i started brand i uh, when i when i talk about my brand personally mm-hmm. and what i started on is all i figure i i think about what makes you different you know so if we're talking djing mm-hmm. there's a million djs out here right or people that call themselves djs mm-hmm. you know but what separates yourself from those people, you know? Mm-hmm. And what's going to separate you to get the public to gravitate you, towards you or follow you? You know, you don't have to be necessarily the best DJ in the world, but the public knows when they hear your name, they know to expect this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if we're talking clothing line, you know, it's the same thing. It's mm-hmm. what's going to set you apart from any other clothing line out there. Mm-hmm. And, and having something that the streets love, you know what I'm saying? Right. There's something about you guys that the streets love that they they'll pay whatever for this or they'll mm. they'll buy it just because you know it's your brand right and that's that's the foundations of where i started um djing and, and well, starting to develop my brand as a dj so mm-hmm. I, that was that was that was that was, that was my foundation mm. you gotta Standing start somewhere yeah, yeah. Start like somewhere. so what age did you get started um i started like at 14 mm. yeah 14 it was uh i remember i was my dad bought me this little small set and uh it was like because i was into a lot of stuff i was playing the drums i was refereeing <laughs> soccer i oh, was <laughs> cooking i was uh playing basketball i was trying to do it all yeah. right. and then um my dad was like well I, I told him i wanted to dj i had a little virtual dj software mm-hmm. on my computer and then i and then that's when i upgraded to the little small one he's like well do do something on this mm-hmm. show me that you're really serious about it mm-hmm. and then i'll go ahead and get you your next set um, and then it just got to the point where he was like you know you put your focus in you're doing too much one you know focus needs to be in school that's number one and then two it's like you either choose basketball or dj mm-hmm. i've seen djing as being far 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 more better for me than, than basketball you know mm-hmm. and and that's 
and that was just my a decision I had to make personally, and I and I thank my dad for making that, just helping me see that type of like you know see it from that perspective because I feel like I would have wasted a lot of time because I didn't put my all into basketball. Right. It was just something I like to do, mm-hmm. you know. So that was. Yeah, there's only so many hours in a day. You know, it's only because so, you're going to have yeah. practice and you got all these different things. And so, yeah, that's 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 key, though. That's good that he that he told you that, because, man, a lot of people are doing so much that they never master one thing. Yeah, that's you know, true. and that's so true. And that, that's that's crucial. That's crucial. Yeah. But so you so you hooped. I did. You hooped. I OK, did. so and you you build a personal brand. So what do you think about the whole Lonzo Ball thing, man? See, I, that's tricky. And much, but much respect to him, though. Mm-hmm. Much respect to him, yeah. Uh, for for because he's the first one to do it. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's changing the, first the game. One. Much respect to him. He definitely changed much the game. Much respect to him. I personally would never, you yeah. know, do something like that. But I look, I respect it. You mm-hmm. know, and yeah. the thing is, if he comes to the league and he hey. takes care of business, people gonna pay that price. Yeah. yeah. With no questions asked. You're right. You know, people gonna pay that price with no questions asked. Why? Because he's a Lon- he's Lonzo Ball. So mm-hmm. yeah. you know. That's what. That's what. I, that's only. That's my. That's my. But see, the pressure is on now, though, because oh. you you got a five hundred dollars shoe. You got to come in and like mm. you 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 don't got you don't got two years to adjust to the league. You got to go the now. League. Yeah. You got to go now. You got to win rookie of the year. You got to win rookie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> like you got to. Unless somebody else. It's it's like if he averages twenty and somebody else averaged twenty, it's like okay, we well, had a good season. Right. That's the only way. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember Lavar had said pressure is when you can't pay your bills because it. They claim they, they don't have pressure, so we going to see. Are we going to see? We going to see when for Kawhi sure. When Kawhi Leonard is guarding them. Yeah. Which, <laughs> what you going to do? I saw another tweet. Somebody said, don't let LeVar distract you that Lonzo is the truth. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you got a point because so many people are now taking out on Lonzo. And Lonzo's a quiet one. He don't say nothing. Yeah. Right. But because of his dad, you know, everybody is looking at you like, what you gonna do no more? Right, yeah, that's yeah. true though. Cause I have started to be like, man, he about to be whack. Like, yeah. I wasn't like that before, yeah. but now that his bad is coming, I'm like, man, we'll it's, see. This is him. So yeah. I, I'm rooting for him. It's just I, I wish his dad would be a little more quiet. But I understand things on his dad's end of why he does certain things. It's just mm-hmm. he's he's just a little too loud in my opinion. Nah, it, I understood. But you know what? He's he's a marketing genius though. Yeah, and, you know, great. I I appreciate it so much. People are talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The people talking about the price of those shoes he got sold attention. him shoes. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. They sold like 500 pairs. Yeah. Him yeah. getting on uh, ESPN, that sold him shoes. On the it's, cover of, of the magazine. Yeah. It, he, he, has, he was on the cover of ESPN magazine. Him Who was? LeVar and Lonzo. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're, they're on the cover. They made it. Yeah. They're, they're, they've been on first take. So even if he didn't, if he didn't have any good game, they've made, they've had to make some money from that. They See, was on the that's cover why of he magazine. said pressure is when you can't pay your bills. Yeah. Right. They, they pay their bills. Right yeah. They're not feeling no pressure. Yeah, people are Love. buying. And now what I have recognized, they're not focused on just a shoe. Mm-hmm. They got the t-shirts. They have the yeah. hats. They're they're actually building a lifestyle brand. See? Because everybody ain't dropping five hundred dollars for some shoes, but I, I, I may spend thirty on a hat. Yeah, that's I, true. I, I'll get a hat, and if a thousand people get a hat, you are gonna make some money from it. That's so, true. And they're keeping their circle close with the family, so that's that's a good thing. Speaking of family, uh, we was just talking before this. He, shout out to your pops. Yeah, big he uh, shout out opened to him. up the Treehouse uh, Bar in uh, mm. Cincinnati and OTR. Everybody go check that out. Make sure you check it out. It's, it's check a dope that out vibe. for sure. And uh, I know that got to be inspiring, man. That uh, you mm. got your dad is paving the way, you know, entrepreneurship, and you know you doing your thing as a DJ. You know, how has that inspired you? And uh, what are some of the exciting things about Treehouse that people should know about? No, definitely, man. My, my dad is 
yeah, he's he's inspired me so much just through his business adventures and his his success. You know, him and his him and his business partner Jay Raj, man, they they're doing the thing right now, man. They have mm. they opened up Treehouse. And uh, it's, it's been doing so well. It's been open a week, and mm-hmm. they're doing tremendous sales. It's only been out for a week? Yeah, open for a weekend. Wow. Memorial Day weekend is when they opened wow, up. That was perfect. Tremendous in sales. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, the basis on what they try to do is create a diverse spot. You know, it's, it's the trickiest thing to do. Yeah. It's the trickiest thing to do. And uh, But the thing is, is in the city... You want to create a diverse spot because mm-hmm. it's like that's where you know from a business standpoint that's where all the money is, and yeah. from a political standpoint, we have to start coming together and realizing that you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, that that was the basis of what they built Treehouse on. So Treehouse is open for everybody, any and everybody. Treehouse is open for. Mm-hmm. Um, even the news picked it up. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's just such a dope spot, and uh, you know, no promotion had it. We. He didn't even have to pay for any promotion just because it was such a, something different that Cincinnati had never seen before. Wow. Um, Cincinnati hadn't seen that before, so. Because yeah. I was walking, I was going to the drinkery, I was going out, you know, just hanging with some friends, and I see like this nice spot, but it's like open. And everybody, it's, it was, I've never seen Cincinnati so packed. I'm like, what is this? And everybody's like, it's Treehouse. And I remember you, you would post something on Instagram, and I was yeah. like, wait, put two and two together, and I was like, oh, that's. That's uh, DJ Dreams, his dad's spot. So now I got to go check it out. So yeah. didn't even know. But right. it, it was buzzing. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. definitely. That's live, man. It was buzzing. That's live. And yeah, Cincinnati, you know, it's coming up. But, you know, you in D.C. and you go, you, you and Howard, it's a whole nother scene. So, you know, what made you even choose to go to Howard? You know, leave your family and go eight, nine hours away. You know, historically black college, a, a big time college. That yeah. The y'all's homecoming is off the chain. Off the you know. chain, man. Well, sure so tell up. us a little bit more about Howard and what made you even choose to go there. The real HU. Yeah, you know, exactly. There we yeah. go. There we go. Exactly. Glad, the people, real HU. We have people on the show that went to Hampton. He, oh, know, nah. he, know, he know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a big rivalry and they usually, you know, they have an argument on who's the real HU. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it Hampton or is it Howard? It's so tell us Howard. about Howard. <laughs> you know, Howard is amazing. It's it's honestly amazing, and it and it's changed my perspective on the way I view things. Um, originally, I didn't even want to go to Howard. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I didn't want to go to HBCU. Um, but then again, my dad stepped in and, and kind of just gave me pr- some perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, again, looking at the world, you look at the world as white and black. You know, mm-hmm. and that's 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 sometimes it's sad, but that's how sometimes sometimes you look at it. But when you got to Howard, um, you realize that it's all different types of black. Mm-hmm. You know, you got African American, you got Caribbean, mm-hmm. you got Dominican, yeah. you got you got all different yeah. types. You know, so it, it's all different types of people, and then you got people from all different types of the part of Africa mm-hmm. that, that's mm-hmm. different in itself, and those are different countries. Alpha's, Africa is just not a country. It's a continent. It's a continent. Mm-hmm. You forget so that. It has multiple different countries yeah. in it, and it, it's great. And so that was an op- eye-opener as well. And then mm-hmm. also, to that point, it was everybody's there to be successful. Frankly, that's, what, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's, everybody's it's, there to be I successful. I heard it's very progressive, proactive. You know, everybody's trying to make it. Yeah, and that's, and that's, the, that's, the, that's the environment that I need to be in. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, I felt at home. Not once do I miss home. You know, sometimes I do. I do miss my family, but 
I don't miss Cincinnati. Why? Because I'm surrounded by people that are now pushing me to to be better and to be a better individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I love my city. Going away to college made me have even more, like so much more love for the city. Yeah. But it, it man, Howard's amazing. And if mm-hmm. I can tell anybody just to just experience experience it. Mm-hmm. Hey, literally experience it. You're two hours away from Philadelphia. You're a couple hours away from New York City. The whole East Coast is 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 Baltimore. A, yeah. Far. And so, um, mm-hmm. not only being at Howard, but you step outside um, of Howard and you're in D.C. And you know, it's not that touristy it's a place whole, that you think. Whole you know, ball game. And mm-hmm. those people are there are so cool. Have such a great vibe about them, and it's it's amazing. You know mm-hmm. um, that. You know, I, I didn't even know that prior to going up to DC. I'm just right. like, it's it's DC, like, All uh, right. yeah. like, I didn't like it when I toured it. You know, whatever. But yeah. you step outside of Howard and you meet some amazing people, mm-hmm. and then you go back to Howard and you meet even more amazing people that are still destined for greatness mm-hmm. and won't settle for anything less. And that only pushes you uh, internally to go harder and to to respect. To, to honestly respect whatever you're trying to do and right. respect your parents, respect your family because they put a lot of money for you to get there. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a respect factor in that too. So um, that, that's why I love the, love the area, love D.C., love Howard University, um, the real HU. Yep. You know what's up, man. You know what's up, man. But yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is, man. And I like how you talk about environment. Because um, that's crucial, man. Well, yeah. With anything that you do, you know, whether, for example, if you're an athlete, you know, if you're around people who are lazy, you're going to be the next lazy person. Uh, you know what right. I mean? You got that right. Man. And, you know, if you're around people who don't work out or don't go to the gym, and then it's the opposite. If you are around people who do go to the gym all the time, you're going to feel that sense of um, doing better. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to feel that pull like, man, I, he's doing this. I, I, I need to do better too, you know. And so, environment, like you said, is crucial, man. You know, and when you, if you do go, if somebody is going to college, man, it, it's going to a different city or putting yourself in an environment you've never been in before. That's 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 definitely a good experience, man. Yeah, it's it's so great, man. And I I'm thankful for it so much because mm-hmm. um, it's taught me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only imagine. Yeah. Like, I I went away to Middletown, <laughs> like my first year, like, and it was different for me. So I can only imagine what it would be like to go to Howard or like UCLA or Texas or Tennessee, like schools I dream about. So for people, you know, that's in high school or people that's watching as younger, that's thinking about where should I go for college? Maybe consider it, you know, yeah. what, where can you go that you're not too homesick, but you away from home yeah. that you can grow. My dad told me, you, you're you not applying to anywhere in the tri-state. So it's just Ohio, <laughs> Kentucky, Indiana, that you might as well cross it off your list. I don't blame him. I mean, even though you see, like, it's away from home to an extent. Like, yeah. li- living in Clifton is different. Like, mm-hmm. living in Clifton, going to University of Cincinnati, it, it helped me grow. But... I can know it's it's a whole other ball game. Yeah. You know, going to a school like that in the nation's capital. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, another thing. Too. Have you been to the White House? Uh, I have not went inside, but I, I've the, I've toured DC multiple times prior mm-hmm. to attending Howard, and I had did done the whole DC tour, mm-hmm. and you see yeah. all the monuments and things of that nature. But that's wild. It, it, dude, it's amazing out there. Amazing people. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Oftentimes you, you'll hear mis misperception about DC. You know you'll you'll hear the wrong things about DC, but it's honestly 
Um, you have to understand. It, a lot of that stuff comes with an understanding and just spending time talking to people and just spending time reaching out to people mm-hmm. and networking and things of that nature. And then you have an understanding as to you know, why the city is the way it is, mm-hmm. um, good or bad. You just have an understanding in that. And that, you know, that alters the way you, your judgment is about certain areas. And even taking that beyond D.C., you know, you go, you know, I've heard people talk about Chicago. But until you actually go and talk to those people, you really can't, you really can't pass a judgment. You really can't say anything because you don't know why it's in the state that it's in or good or bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you really just can't pass that judgment. And that's honestly one thing that being in D.C. is taught me. It's not as bad as people make it out to be. It's just that they don't understand why it's the way it is. Exactly. Yeah. So what's it been like, you know, living there? We talked about going to school there, touring, but what was the biggest adjustment you say living there? Biggest adjustment is just getting used to that city, man. It's um, taking Ubers, mm-hmm. not having a car. Well, I didn't have a car my freshman year, so it was it was a lot. It was definitely a lot. And um, when it came to metro, learning the metro system, mm-hmm. I had never rode public transportation, so I was like, I'm lost. Like you know, and it's, it was okay to get lost at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's 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 really an adventure. But DC is so big, um, it's, it's big and small, but it has so many things to do, you know. And that's what I mean by big. It's so many things to do in DC. So um, just literally go out and explore. But my biggest adjustment was merely just having to cope with not being dependent on that transportation car, you know, right, car, yeah. you, know? Yeah, you get in your car and you say I'm out. Man. Right. Nah, you get in DC and you gotta wait for this bus or right. wait for this Uber. If you if you don't wanna pay for a bus or you don't wanna wait for a bus, you gotta call an Uber and that's that's honestly the biggest adjustment in just and just and just staying cautious of your spending and things of that nature and budgeting. Like that, DC is expensive. You know, that's yeah. the biz- that's the biggest adjustment there. Mm. Um, and that that was pretty like I've learned a lot being in that city. And and one thing is, is budgeting. That's mm. that's one thing for sure. So mm. um, two biggest things was just transportation, budgeting, budgeting your money. Mm. That's crucial. So talk about budgeting, man. That's something that I try to work on myself. So what are some of your tips on how you budget and do you use certain apps on those budgeting apps like? You know, as a college student, as a millennial, <laughs> that is important. Yeah. You know, so how do you really budget? Um, I just really just became, like, financially aware <laughs> of my spending and things of that nature. Um, but Mine was food. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's how most, I think that's how most people are yeah, yeah. That I think that's me. our biggest expense is yeah. food. It is. It is. And, you know, and what I've realized is that you just honestly have to just sit down and just be like, why? Why? You know, oh, yeah. why? <laughs> what, what benefit is this going to give you? Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, I honestly had to fall back on my my DJing and, and, and my family and stuff like that. And, and honestly, fall back on all of that for happiness as opposed to reaching out for new clothes or reaching out for, for new this and new that and mm-hmm. trying to keep up. With when the latest trends. Yeah, when you're trying to keep up, you, you'll be lost. You, you'll seriously be lost. And you seriously spend a lot of money that way. And mm-hmm. when I learned to just backtrack on that, mm-hmm. and say, literally save your money. Like, uh, and I invest that back into myself to make more money. You know, mm-hmm. um, outside of DJ, I'm a businessman. You know, mm-hmm. and so when you, when you, when you have money, 
You literally save it and invest it back into yourself. Don't give it go. Don't go give it out to somebody else. Now yeah. you have nothing to show for it. Right. Yeah, yeah, you have nothing to show for it. Yeah. You know. Yep. But um, that's I honestly just got into that, and I just got into that mindset. It took a lot of maturity. Um, but that's again, that's being out in DC helped me mature a lot. In the terms, because I can't be as dependent on my parents as you know, I get right. a free meal every night at home, but at school, yeah. you know, you got your meal plan. But outside of that, yeah. when, the, when the cap is closed, you're on your way, yeah, you're on your own. And you know, you was talking about investing, and that's crucial, man. That's another crucial thing with anything people trying to start a business or whatever, yeah, investing in yourself instead of you know, just going out and spending on. Clothes or, or food or, or yeah. somebody else that's already built their thing. Yeah. So uh, talk about that, man, the importance and how you learned that and how you've been investing in your brand as a DJ. Um, so uh, back to how I started DJing is I started off with a small set. My dad actually got me the next set. Right. You know, it was bigger. It was definitely bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, then my sophomore year of high school, I booked a homecoming and I figured out and they kind of messed up by telling me what the DJ what the what the DJ before me was charging. They kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they messed up. So I went in there. I said, "Look, the students love me. Right. I'll charge this." And they were like, "Okay, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. you know, you make a couple thousand dollars, but you do that. I was doing that in tenth grade, so that's when I'm like, this DJ thing." Is, is a business. I was like, I was like, this is a business. Mm-hmm. I had to pay taxes. I'm like, all right, this is really a business, <laughs> no you know. And when you're self-employed, you have to be conscious of your spending. Yeah, because you pay yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you pay yourself, so you got to be conscious of your spending. And so what I would do is once I got that check, my first one, first time I ever DJ, I definitely blew it. I just blew my. <laughs> <laughs> but when I got to the point where I wanted to go ahead and work on my craft and respect the craft of DJing, I got to the point where I'm like, well, I need to move up sets. So to move up set, I need X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. Only way I'm going to get X amount of dollars is if I start saving the money from DJing and, and, and do that. And so that's what I did. And I moved up and moved up multiple times. And it's, it's honestly just keep investing in yourself, whether it's business cards, whether it's your, your stuff needs repair and your stuff needs to look presentable and that's because that's an aspect of it too you you come in there you look like a professional um but that's all that all goes to investing in yourself and investing in your business if you're self-employed you need to invest in yourself because mm-hmm. um, if you don't you're not going to get any better right it's, it's like any, any business has tools and you can't build a house without them mm-hmm. and just like a, as a college student to be great you got to get those textbooks you got to get those access codes Man, exactly. you got to invest back into that i remember when i was taking certain classes and i would complain that i was had i had to get a 200 spanish textbook i wasn't happy about it and my dad would say well that's part of being a college student mm-hmm. you know you got to pay for that so same with that being a business man. You gotta, yeah. you gotta pay for it. Right. You know? Yeah. You gotta pay for it regardless. If if you're See, an athlete, you gotta put in the work. Right. You gotta Spend, pay for yeah. it regardless. Anything that's that you know is gonna be worth in the end, it's gonna cost some type of sacrifice and requirement. But a lot of people a lot of people aren't willing to do it. And yeah, you have to be willing to do it. You gotta be disciplined. Mm. To do it, it's, it takes so much discipline, mm-hmm. you know, with any business, with any self-employed business or any person that's starting a business, you have to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. And that's something that you learn. It took me a while to learn that, rather. Mm. Um, but I'm getting to the point now where I'm starting to understand it. Right. Um, 
And I, I didn't really understand business because there's so many aspects of business. Mm-hmm. Um, to running your own, rather. Um, so you have marketing, you have branding, you have you have to spend time working on your craft, you have to spend time telling people about your craft, and you have to spend that time networking as well. You have to put mm-hmm. all that time in, mm-hmm. and then it never you know, stops. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so um, for the millennials, it's like at this age, you got to be selfish for yourself. If you really want that success, you have to be selfish mm-hmm. and not take no as an answer or not mm-hmm. not short yourself. Mm-hmm. I understand that there's other things that you can be doing, but if you really want to be successful in your own craft, spend time working on your craft, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's okay to say no. And right. that's something I struggle with, man. That's like, what I learned. I learned. You know, I'm a nice person, but sometimes, you know, when you just say yes to everybody, you, you say no say to yes yourself. To, yeah, you say no oh, yeah. to yourself. You, you have to make time for yourself and have self-care as well because that's yeah. going to run you down you know, your body and just mentally, you'll be drained. Yeah. I, I'm a firm believer of, you know, not everybody may, may agree, but it, when you're young, that's the time to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially yeah. your early 20s, that, that's your selfish years. That, those are selfish years. Mm-hmm. Do things for yourself to set yourself up later, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And if you're, if you're kicking your butt now and, and working hard, that stuff all going to pay off later where you can... Where you can give other people an opportunity to do something or, mm-hmm. you know, say yes to a couple more things. But if you got a thousand things you need to do, you can't ever, yeah, you can't you ever never spend time working on one, you <laughs> yeah. know? Because yeah. you're going to drop the ball on one of them. Yeah, because yeah. you can multitask, but you can't multifocus. Yeah. Right. That's it, true. It's a difference. That's true. So, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's honestly um, something I just learned, though. Um, it, it took a lot to learn that. I like to... I like to have my hand in everything. And a bunch man. of things, yeah. yeah hand in everything. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you are doing multiple things, it all needs to be on one accord or one focus. Yeah. Right. And, that's, and everybody doesn't do that. Yeah, right. That goes to branding. Mm-hmm. That's literally about branding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's literally what it is, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. who's some who have been some people that you've been able to work with, you know, uh, being a DJ or maybe some different events or different projects? Who have been some people you've worked with? Um, I've worked with a couple artists, rather. Uh, last year, um, I DJed an event here in Cincinnati called Cincinnati Summer Jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the artists were artists here were DJ Drama, um, T.I., Jeezy. You had Migos. Um, you had Lil Durk. You know, a lot of different artists. And being able to open for that event was yeah. honestly a, a real, a real, real privilege. And on top of that, I go out to step out to DC. Hmm. Um, I DJ with Wale. Oh um, wow! Got him DJ Alize. You know he's a dope individual. Met him. Hmm. Then come back here to Cincinnati and being able to open up for um, Morris Chestnut and be able to have conver- just casual conversation with and around Ashanti and things of that nature. That's hmm. that stuff is all good. That stuff is all good, and you you really. You, I really value that, you know. Mm-hmm. I really value that type of stuff because it, it honestly keeps you grounded and it's like it's a reassurance. It's like this is why I work hard too, you mm-hmm. know. And right. and, and I, one of my biggest motivators is um, DJ front or DJ uh, DJ Bandcamp, Marion's DJ. He's here. Well, he's he's not from Cincinnati, but he's based out of Cincinnati now. Mm-hmm. He's from Youngstown, um, and he started same place where I started, you know. Um, so he's, 
he's a dope DJ, you know, and that's mm. the person I really like, you know, when it comes to DJing, that's who I really look up to more so for that that guidance because he went to college, he got his college degree, he got his master's degree, you know, right, and, yeah. and he's a, you know, he, he, he has a higher level education and mm. he never, like DJing had to make sense for him, you know, mm-hmm. for him to take upon that role as a DJ. And a lot of times I feel like people lose focus and they 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 take on this DJ and lifestyle and they're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that it's, it doesn't make sense for them. Right. The money's not right. Right. It, it doesn't, you know, and I know I understand not everything's about money, but sometimes you need money to sustain yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, to sustain, it's sustain it's your happiness. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. To sustain, you know, your household, sustain your family and things of that nature. But um I respect DJ Bandcamp heavily. That's that's the person I look up to more so for for guidance because I'm in college, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm in college. He had to deal with DJing in college. And right. That's that's a, that's that's a, that's 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 something different, you know. Yeah. That not everybody can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then graduating and, and and still being able to manage a job and and all that different type of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, those those are type of, those those people are people I work with in. So so besides uh, DJ Bandcamp, who who maybe have been some other people you would look up to as as a DJ. Um, as a DJ, um, and if you could pick any other celebrity or somebody to work with, that this may be like a dream. Who would you pick? Wow, yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good question. So let's see here. If I could work with an artist, huh? I don't quite know. Um, it would have to be somebody. Yeah, see, I, I, I just honestly do not know. I, um, man, I'm trying to think who's my, who's my favorite <laughs> artist, man. Like, I just, I can't. Like, I, the thing about music and the thing that I respect about artists mm-hmm. is the fact that they can do a whole bunch of things and remain mm-hmm. humble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And humility is a lot of things. Uh, means a lot to me. That humility means so much to me. And those type of those type of people I respect are that get the get the success, but are humble mm-hmm. and, and feedback into the community, feedback into where they came from, or you know, and still have that have that have that kind of grounding factor in just realizing that I didn't get here without my circle around me mm-hmm. right. and those type of people are the ones that I gravitate towards and mm-hmm. artists that I like you know there's artists that I listen to but not necessarily like I'm like this artist is dope outside of the music industry you know what I'm saying so um, I would say one of you know if I, if I was going to give one I, it's Kendrick Lamar Kendrick Lamar is definitely a dope individual oh, yeah. Big Sean that Big Sean is definitely a humble individual you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying yeah. you know, if we got like you know, you we got multiple different humble individuals, and in, you know that, that that are really serious about their crap, and at the same time they're serious about those around them, and that's an important factor. Right. That's really a, an important factor. Um, so yeah, that's those are. I mean, I could give a whole bunch of people that I will I look up to when it comes to this music industry, uh, more so because it's like. When I look at it, it's it's not from how good your music is. It's about how you handle your business outside of this music, because mm-hmm. um, you know it's not gonna be around forever. It's handle your business outside of it, mm-hmm. and you know that. So that's all I really. The rest look will for. take care of itself. Right, right. 
So besides that, you know, has there been any other projects that, that you got lined up that you're working on or any places that you're going to that you're excited about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last week I just got, well, no, on, was it Monday? Got back from New York, came home for a day, and I'll be back out to New York tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Got some good friends that, that, that honestly take care of me out in, out in New York, you know. Right. Um, and then I, I got booked out in Vegas. I'll be out in Vegas next week, and I'll be back here DJing. Um, That's if you come back. I know. I might not even come back. I might just stay out there. <laughs> yeah. Stay out of the West Coast, uh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Vegas in the summer. Ain't no joke. The pool parties. Ooh, and, we. Now we yeah. talking. See? <laughs> See? Yeah, that's, that's it's something different, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll be out in Vegas. And then I'll come back and get back to grinding out here in Cincinnati. And then I'll go back up to D.C. and, and back to the grind. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some stuff booked in between there, too. I'll be all over the place. But, um yeah, I'm excited as where this DJ, where this DJing thing is taking me. Mm-hmm. I, I recently just just decided to lock down and and, and take focusing, take, yeah. take this craft serious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because like, one of my biggest pet peeves is I, I mean I don't mean any offense, but don't call yourself a DJ if you're not taking it serious. Mm-hmm. There's people before you that that put that put blood blood just 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 they all into this craft, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you're not taking it serious, man. Call yourself a DJ. You exactly. like music at that point. Right. Yeah, you, know you like it. Right. Like music yeah. at that point. If you're not you investing like yourself. A hobby, man. Yeah. yeah. If you're not investing in yourself, you're not you're not serious about it. You know? Mm-hmm. You're not working on your brand, you're not serious about it. Mm-hmm. DJ is at that point, you just like like music. You know? Right. Like music. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. why I kinda like I, I, I grinded myself and I said I need to focus. And that's what I'm taking this summer to do, and it's been working out for me. Summer's just getting started, and I'm traveling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm traveling. So, yeah. summer is a time where you catch people. You know, from sports to taking summer classes or in the weight room and your business. Because most people look at the summer as you know the off season, or you know now it's time to take the vacations. And and if you wait until summertime to have fun, then they got you. You know, it's over with. Yeah. You know, waiting mm-hmm. all week to Friday, all year for summer, all life for happiness, they got you. Right. So if you into that cycle, then it's gonna be a long life for you. So nah. use summer as a as a catapult to get to where you wanna be, you know, put that work in now. Summer is one of my most important but one of my favorite parts because next year around this time you see who's really working. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I like about it's it. It's crucial. It's crucial. Yeah. Pivotal moment. You'll be able to tell. I tell my because I coach basketball, so I tell my players that all the time. I'm like, okay, you you said you've been working. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we will see. You know, a year mm-hmm. from now, two years from now, even a few months from now, mm-hmm. we'll see who was really working. Yeah. It will. It will tell. It yep. will tell. Yeah. So yeah. So all right. So something that we always ask the guests. Um, we like to end with these two questions. The first one. All right. So. When it's all said and done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you? That's not. That's the. That's the last one. The second last one. My bad. Mm-hmm. Is what wakes you up in the morning? Like I'm doing. I'm going at it again. I'm going at it again. Because with all the hard work, you got to put into your career. What wakes you up and say, "I'm going back at it"? So basically, what's your why? Oh, that's that's a good question. And my why is is merely just to to be able to leave my mark somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a different individual. I think differently. I, I I'm innovative and things of that nature. And my why 
it's literally all stems from me going out and proving why I'm different from this DJ mm. or why I'm different from why I'm a better student than this individual or why, mm. you know, why I'm more qualified. And that's, right. and that's literally why I wake up in the morning and say, let's go. Cause mm. I'm ready to show my, I'm ready to prove myself why I'm a different individual. Mm. And you know, I may not be the best DJ or, <laughs> but I'm different, which makes me marketable. Mm. You know, there's, right. there's great DJs. Believe me, I know there's great DJs that just don't know how to market themselves. So. Mm-hmm. That's all about that. That's just not, they don't, that, that's not different. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. it doesn't mean they're not a great DJ, you know? This means that, the, and, that and that's a newsflash that I think everybody, whether an athlete or a DJ or a speaker or whatever, newsflash, sometimes the best is not the one who wins. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's I, it sucks that it's like that, but yeah. I, I, I don't mind it. Look, I, I wake up in the morning. I don't. I don't really sleep that much. What I what I do is is literally my mind's working. How can I be different? Mm, yeah, you know, right. And so. That's and that's that's crucial. And so, all right. Final question. Last but definitely not least, the great question is: When it's all said and done, you didn't DJ as much as you can. You you opened up for and you worked with Kendrick. You worked with all these different people. What do you want people to say? DJ Dream was. Wow, yeah. I want them to say DJ Dream was was different, you know? Mm. Was was different than anybody else that came before. Right. Or that that did something yeah. that nobody else is doing. Mm. And that's what and that's what really makes you an individual is the fact that you can do something different than what any what nobody else has done before mm-hmm. and 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 that's really what just keeps me going and keeps me keeps me striving for knowledge and things of that nature is finding out what mm-hmm. can, how can you separate yourself mm-hmm. and when it's all said and done will people notice how you separate how you separated yourself you know and frankly that's that's why I keep going, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't do this. I don't do this for for people to be, you know, for for the notoriety. Of it. I do it because I like to do it. And I have, you know, I have fun doing it. Right. So, um, I don't, I don't do it for nothing else. I have fun doing it, and I love being a businessman mm-hmm. and having my own business. I I say this a lot. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really like working for people. No, yeah. Really. yeah, I don't like working for people. So. Uh, it's either that it's either I work for somebody or I I work hard and and show why I don't need to be working for nobody right. and, and it pays off. So yeah, um, that's literally what keeps me going. And that's you know when when it's all said and done, they better mm-hmm. say DJ Dream was different. You know, right. DJ Dream did something that nobody else done before him. Yeah, right. so that's you know that's yeah. it. That's it. Got to be different, man. Got to be different. Just real quick though. What what's in the name DJ Dream? What made you come up with the name? It was honestly my dad. See, if if I know a couple of people that you know, it's a couple of people that know me when I first started. I was DJ Irie. Mm-hmm. Love Jamaicans, man. I love Jamaicans. Mm-hmm. I was DJ Irie, and Irie is just like you. Just everything is all right, man. Everything is good. Mm-hmm. And then I found out. Went to Jamaica and I found out there was another DJ Irie. Oh man, that, that's like. <laughs> and then I started doing my research. This is when I was young. I was like, uh, I there was another DJ Irie, and and then my dad was like, 
dude, we gotta come up with something marketable now. There's another DJ Irie. And he was throwing out all these different names. And my dad's whole theme is, when I've been growing up, it's dream, dream, dream. That's his theme. All his cars is I dream. I dream. It's I dream one. I dream, I dream two. two. <laughs> it's literally I dream. And mm -hmm. you go into his office, it's dream, dream, dream. And, you know, I kind of stemmed it. I kind of just took that and I ran with it. It was just like, literally, if you dream and go get it. Right. Wake up and go get it. If it, I, I like to think I work hard, but that's because I, I'm dreaming and I'm going and getting it. Right. Like you know, it's it's not everybody. Not everybody's like that. Not everybody has that edge about them. Mm -hmm. And that's how I came. That's how I founded DJ Dream. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's more so of, it's more so a brand as opposed mm -hmm. to just a DJ. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. DJ was, you know. I, People now just refer to me as Dream, you know. Right. It's, it's I, I like to think of it as an enterprise, you know. It's it's gonna be multiple. It's so much on the way, so much I'm working on, so much right. I have planned for Dream, in general, mm -hmm. and that's how I got started on DJ Dream. It was, it's more so my dad and I kind of took my own understanding of it, right. and and I, I ran with it. Right with it, bro. That's cool, man. That's cool. You, 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 or do you make like shirts and stuff like that? Or that's all on the way, man. That's all on the way. It's gonna be called I Dream. That would be a nice shirt. I Dream. Uh, I don't know. Did man. I just reveal yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. See, look, you gotta, you gotta give it out. No, no, but, but yeah, man. I, I, I got so much stuff on the way. Yeah. Um, all that stuff comes with time, yeah. and um, and timing is everything. Mm. And when, especially when it comes to, 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 to a business, timing is everything. And when I'm ready, mm. we, gonna, we we got stuff on the way. Uh, I got content on the way. Um, and yeah, it's only up from here, dude. Uh, it's only up from here. Mm. And just keep dreaming. That's literally, just, just keep dreaming, keep working hard. Uh, and that's, that's pretty much it. Mm. That's, that's, that's why, that's what I live by. Just keep dreaming. I don't take an L. I don't. Right. I don't take L's. Mm -hmm. Why? Cause I'm a bounce back with a win. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'm a bounce back with a win. Cause I'm working hard out here. You know? Yeah. And that's how I see it. And I don't. I don't see any other differently. So amazing, amazing. All right. Well, Jay usually ends with a quote of the day. Um, at least it's with something to think about. So Jay, go ahead. At the end of the day, uh, like you mentioned, to stay humble, I would tell you to learn to live with dignity. Learn to live sure. with dignity. That's very true. For sure. Learn to live with dignity and keep dreaming like DJ, DJ Dream said. We appreciate you, man. We no, appreciate I appreciate you. you guys, man. I, this is dope, man. Mm. I, I've been checking you guys out for a while. Mm. Um, shout out to the people that came before me. I know Black Home was just on here, man. Yeah. I love those people, man. There's was, was some dope individuals that are doing great things for Cincinnati. Mm. Um, and yeah, man. It's, I, I appreciate you guys, and you guys are doing Great things, great things, great things. Appreciate it, man. Jay Thomas through Animal with the great DJ Dream. Yo. <laughs>